That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Hey, my brothers and sisters, I hope this day finds you well. In today's episode, what I want to go over is a Pew Research um, Center poll that I believe really depicts the why, why, why black America. I don't like calling it black America, but that's what you guys call it. So I'll, I'll use your terms because I'm obviously not black. I'm an American who's predominantly of African descent, but I also have British, Irish, I have all these things. So these labels are kind of, you know, but this is how we communicate. And so just for the sake of communication, let's call black America. But it really depicts how far we've fallen and why it's going to be so hard to pick ourselves back up. That's what I think this depicts. Now it's, it's centered around Black History Month, but it really just, it encapsulates the socially engineered ignorance and stupidity and racism, prejudice, bigotry, entitlement. <laughs> like it just encapsulates it all. And the bottom line is that the only way for black America to, to be where, where I believe that it should have always been, where actually it was in the past during actual systemic racism, as far as being strong and being very um, self-reliant and forging ahead no matter what obstacles placed in, in, in front of them, which is amazing and impressive and I respect it you know, so much. To see how far we've gone off track from that culture is what's really heartbreaking and it was socially engineered. And the fact that it's still working today in spite of all of the history that, that any black American go in and read Matter of fact, that not only are they not reading the history, but they're getting this revisionist history that keeps them in this socially engineered, just ignorant, self-destructive bubble. It's, it's fascinating. But I was reading this, because uh, I check the Pew Research every now and then just kind of see what, you know, what the topics of the polls, and I thought this one was pretty interesting. So here, check this out. So for Black History Month, a look at what black Americans say is needed to overcome racial inequality. And I like when they say that because they didn't ask me. You have to understand, they didn't ask all black, black Americans. So whoever they asked, that's not a representation of, of, of any larger group. <laughs> so that, I hate the wording of that, right? Like, like they'll say like, you know, majority of men say this. Well, you didn't ask every man in the United States, so you can't say that there's a majority. It's a majority of the people that you asked. So then you have to ask, like, well, who are you asking? What, what places are you going to? Because that's going to change. If you're talking to black people in SoCal and you're talking to black people in Mississippi, you're going to get different answers, right? If you're talking to black people in Oregon and talking to black people in Idaho, you're going to get different answers. If you're talking to black people in Florida and black people in even Northern California, you're going to get different answers. You're going to get different answers from SoCal to Northern California. Matter of fact, if you go SoCal, you're going to get different answers than San Francisco and then different answers from when you get closer to the Sierras where I live. So how can you say for Black History Month, a look at what black Americans say is needed to overcome racial inequality? That's, that's interesting to me because we don't have any racial inequality. So the title itself is already a lie. There is no racial inequality, not in, American for Amer not in America for American citizens. The Constitution took care of that. Now, they're trying to implement racial inequality with these policies, 
they're trying they're they're trying to to bring back racism they're trying to bring back systemic discrimination but there is no racial inequality you understand equality is is you have equal opportunity no matter your race if you're an american citizen it does not matter your ethnic your ethnic background your ethnic heritage your gender or your sexual preference it doesn't matter if you're an american citizen the constitution already spelled bill of rights already says what you got so this right there already is a lie. And this is one of the reasons why black America can't shake free from this, from this invisible yoke that's been, that they placed on their own necks. But check this out. I'm, I'm going to leave the link. You can read through this, this whole thing. You know, it, it talks about where Black History Month came from. Sorry, with like, what is it? Negro History Week. I, I don't need a Black History Month. American history is my history. I don't, and I, this is, this seems like it's coming from a good place because it's coming from a time where it was probably needed to, to voice the the contributions of black America because they actually were being discriminated against. There actually was racial inequality because even though they were citizens, they weren't being treated equal under the law, under the constitution. So this is coming from a time when, yeah, it, it, it probably didn't make sense. But to have it today is, is, is simply idiotic. It's saying that we haven't grown from the time that it was instituted. Let's see, when, when was it instituted? Uh, Black History Month originated in 1926. We don't need it today. In 1926, there were some crazy stuff happening. And it probably made a, a great deal of sense to educate then Black America on, hey, you've contributed too. Because you're, you're, they're suppressing that information. You know how they suppress information today? They suppress that information then because they only want one message. And that was that you were this and white people were this. But, but that's, that's, been, that's been over for a very, very long time. So we don't need Black History Month now. I never celebrate it. My children won't celebrate it. Nobody's going to celebrate that in my home. American history is, is, is our history. So here, check this out. So here's number one of the questions. I think they asked for most black adults see voting as an extremely or very effective strategy for helping black people move toward equality, but fewer than half say the same about protesting. First of all, we already have equality. So, so I don't know if Pew Research, I don't know if they're left-leaning. I, I don't know. But what I will say is this, this is already based off misinformation. This is already based off the propagandist messages that have been used to socially engineer black America to begin with. And for that matter, the whole country, not just black America. So this doesn't make any sense. This question doesn't make any sense because we already have equality. And yes, like I, I, I love voting and I believe in voting, but if you're not educated on the topics, if you're not educated on the policies, then you're voting ignorant. And you're, you're more often times than not, you're making the problems worse. And so I would say, yes, voting, but an educated voter. We need an educated voter, right? And then, then they say here, like you have voting here and then you have supporting black owned businesses. What does that do? Support good businesses, whether they're black or otherwise. See, they're interjecting all of this racial segregation that's what they're, and, and, and they're doing it under the guise of, oh, there's, there's this disparity and it's been this, this, this disparity for so long, so now we have to even the scales. 
by implementing the same disparity just in reverse. <laughs> right? Now, volunteering, that's cool. Protesting, no. Get to work. You don't need to protest. Just get to work. Start to create things. You start to create things. Protesting, protesting to me is ineffectual under most circumstances, especially in our country, when if you really want to change things, you can just change them. You can just get people together, start, start creating businesses, start to invest in your own community, build a community center, build your own schools, build your own banks. That's, that's, that's what, that's where we come from. We come from people who start off as slaves and then start to build their own. So they didn't need the white man to, to give them reparations or doing, they just built it themselves for themselves. I don't know what you're going to say. Yeah, but then white men came and destroyed it. No, no. Democrats came in and destroyed it, sending their Ku Klux Klan in to destroy that. We're talking about Black Wall Street. <laughs> and you're still voting Democrat. So that's what I'm saying. Educated voters is what we need. People who aren't voting Democrat or Republican, but voting on the policies that are going to best represent what they need to support their families' pursuit of happiness. Number two, black Americans say Black Lives Matter has done the most to help black people in recent years. So this right here, this alone, this number two shows how ignorant black America is. If you believe that Black Lives Matter, this Marxist organization that even has Black Lives Matter in its title, it's segregation in its title. And then they won't allow you to say all lives matter. What they should have done was go, all lives matter, but we're seeing this, this, this definite need to address black America because black babies are boarded more than any other ethnic group and black Americans are committing over 50% of the violent crimes against each other more oftentimes than not. And because of that level of crime, we're also seeing a disproportionate representation in the penal system. So you can still start off with all lives matter, but then, then address that. But no, it has to be black lives matter. And you have to say this, you have to, it's, it's just some Mark, it's just another Marxist, a Marxist institution that's designed to destroy the actual American way of life. That's all it is. It's oppressive, it's tyrannical, and it's racist. And the fact that most black Americans, or the, or the most that they talk to, think that Black Lives Matter is a good thing, shows you just how ignorant black America is. But this is all by design. That's why the media that they filter into black America, the entertainment that they filter into black America, the news, and then, then the educational system, it's all designed to take a strong warrior and make him believe that he's not strong. Because that's the best way to conquer somebody that's stronger than you, is from the inside. Number three, some black adults see black owned businesses and black led communities as effective remedies for inequality. Once again, there's, there is no racial inequality. There is no inequality there. The fact that you can start a black, black owned business, you, you can buy it. Don't let them talk, oh, redlining and all. It's not true. There, there was a time when it was true, it's not true today. There's nothing that I can't do that you can't do. Nothing. So there is no inequality. and. Don't just patronize a black-owned business. Patronize a business that's producing quality. It should be, it should be merit-based, because that's what free market capitalism is. You have to produce quality. I don't care if they're, if they're black-owned. I may give them a shot. I may give them a shot. Like right now, I'm wearing, I'm wearing clothes from Actively Black. I'm gonna give them a shot. I pulled up their website. I liked a couple of things, I bought it. Now, I don't like how they're buying into this propaganda stuff and they support Black Lives Matter and whatnot, so I stopped buying from them. 
because if I can help it, I don't. I try not to support organizations that don't align, don't don't align with America and its prosperity. Because I'm a patriot. If I can help it, I can't always. Like with Apple, I'd love to get off Apple products because Apple doesn't care about anybody but Apple. <laughs> They'll burn the world to sell another phone, right? But I supported them, and then I'm like, nope. But see, I can do that. But I bought the clothes because I thought they looked cool. I looked at the website because they were black owned. I'm like, let me check it out. So I'm not saying that you can't check it out, but don't just buy from them because it's black owned. They, gotta, they have to actually provide you with quality. And this is an effective way to address inequality because the constitution already did that. But if you wanna patronize, great. If you, if you want these black led communities, you think that that's what's gonna do it, fine. But understand that these black led communities aren't aren't taking care of themselves. They're sitting back in and asking for reparations. They want, they, want, they want the white man to come in and save them. They say the white man is the one who's hurt them, but only the white man has the power to come in and save them. So black America has no agency whatsoever, has no power. They're not, they're not sovereign at all. They're like little children who need to be taken care of by the white man. This sounds like white supremacy doctrine to me, but it's coming out of Black Lives Matter. And it's coming out of these black lit communities and these, and these black race hustlers and these black advocates and black and, and, and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, okay, what I'm trying to say is that there's nothing stopping you. You can just change your community. You can get out there, hustle and work. So well, we don't have any legacy. You can start your legacy for your family. You can start your legacy and become a millionaire and start your legacy. Nothing's stopping you, but you. This stuff is just, when I read through this stuff, it's just, it's absolutely ridiculous. Number four, the vast majority of black adults say say the prison system needs significant changes for black people to be treated fairly. Why are black people in prison? Why are they even in prison? Now, if black people are, are committing, at 13% of the population, if they're, if they're committing over 50% of the violent crimes, they're going to be represented higher as far as, as, as in relation to any other ethnic group. They're gonna be, they're gonna have high representation in the penal system. I don't care if a murderer is treated fairly. I don't. Give him a box and a cot, bread and water. I don't care if a rapist is treated fairly. Now, if you want to talk about, about you know, somebody who's put in prison over drug possession, and they're at, yeah, we can talk about that. We can talk about that. People who just inflict harm on themselves, we can talk about that. Gun possession and all that kind of stuff, we can talk about that. But understand that the person that you voted for, Mr. Biden, he's the one that contributed to a lot of that stuff with his crime bill. So keep that in mind. You're voting for the people who actually hate you, which is interesting. But if you're talking about like, wait, let me read this. That includes a majority of black adults, 54% who say the prison system needs to be completely rebuilt in order to ensure fair treatment. No, no, it doesn't. Not the prison. Now, if, you're, if you want to talk about the justice system, because the justice system is broken. The law isn't the law. It's just interpreting words. That's all that is. And it shouldn't be that way. If somebody commits a crime, like right and wrong still has to be there. Justice still needs to be blind and it's not. They just manipulate words and then interpretation. But if you're talking about the prison, don't do something that, that sends you to prison. That's really, really easy. Don't do something that sends you to prison. So this is absolutely ridiculous. Black people say, oh, it needs to be. Stop going to prison. You don't have to break the law. You don't have to sell drugs to your own people in your own communities. You don't have to murder them. You don't have to, you don't have to rape your your. Your, your fellow, you know, sisters and daughters and cousins, and you ain't got to do all that stuff. None of that, none of those things. None of those things. 
You can meet a nice young lady. You guys can get together. You guys can get married, have a family. You can, you can, you know, go to school to acquire a skill, whether that's trade school, whether that's college, or whether you just create your own business because you're an entrepreneur. Raise your family, save some money, start to build your legacy. You don't, you don't have to break the law. So this is, this is just stupid. Was that it? No, there's a number five. Clear majorities of black adults say people of other races or ethnicities, oh, I like this one, or ethnicities could make good political allies for black people. Look at this, look at this chart right here. Only if they experience some of the same hardships, 42, 37, 34. They want people, so if you're gonna be my ally, you have to have gone through the same crap that I've gone through. First of all, if you've had a hard life, why would you wish that on anybody else? It, it shouldn't have been on you. That's why we're trying to, commute, trying to create a civilization and a community where nobody has to have a hard life like that, but you have, to, you have to put in the work. Nobody's gonna come and just give it to you and just create it for you and say, here, here you go. Let me build a house, you can just move right in. No, you have to put in work. Then in this next category, even if they don't experience the same hardships, 35, 40, 35, that's promising. And then look at this, look at all these racist bastards here, would not make good political allies. 18 here, 16, 23. White people, Hispanic people, and Asian people. These are all racist right here. Because first of all, it shouldn't matter if they're another ethnic group or not. What should matter is shared values. That's what I care about. I don't care about your ethnicity. What I care about is your values. Do you value protecting children? Do you value the truth? Do you value actual justice, which means getting what you've earned? Or are you on this diversity, inclusivity, equity crap that is actually just repackaged racism and segregation? That's all it is. It's just sugar-coated segregation and racism and, and prejudice and bigotry. That's all it is. It's divisive and it's just gonna bring nothing but strife and violence and conflict. So then we don't share values. I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican, all that stuff doesn't matter. Are you a patriot that shares my values? Do you love this country too? Do you love the constitution? Because what I want you to understand, so I'll, I'll leave this here, you guys can read through it. Because what I want you guys to understand is, is this. And this is really, really simple. The civil rights movement was necessary because there were citizens in this country that based on their ethnicity, they were not seen as equal under, under the law and under the constitution. More importantly, the constitution. They weren't, they weren't receiving the benefits of the constitution, the contract that this country was built on, even though they were citizens. We did not need a civil rights act. We just needed them to start to adhere to the Constitution and apply it to everyone equally as they should have been doing from the start. But the Civil Rights Act, what that did was it actually undermined the Constitution and attacked personal property. So when you think you're getting something, you're actually not. It's the same thing with the Equalities Act. The Equalities Act piggybacked the, the, the Civil Rights Act to then attack freedom of religion. Do you see the game? You don't need to have a Civil Rights Act if you already have the Bill of Rights. What you need to do is actually enforce the Bill of Rights. That's what was needed. And so all of, so black America was so strong. During the Jim Crow era, they were so strong. The families were strong. They were self-reliant. They were hardworking. They didn't sit back and say, oh, what was me and the, and the white man is doing this to me? They just got out there and hustled and worked. They had self-respect. They dressed nice. They married their women. They raised their children. Today, that culture is completely different. It is diseased, and that's what's going on. And this, this poll right here, all that does is depict that disease.
That's all it does. None of these people in, in, in these polls, this, these majorities here, nothing's going to get fixed because they don't see themselves as the actual problem. They need to take personal responsibility, personal accountability, and start to change their situation themselves like I did. People meet me and they hear the way that I speak and they assume that I did all this and I went to colleges and I, I didn't go to college. College doesn't make you smarter. Yes, I am intelligent, I'm highly intelligent. Yes, my vocabulary is something that I did on purpose. This is not how I grew up speaking. I grew up speaking slang and swearing all the time and broken English. I chose to better myself. I chose to represent myself in a way that shows that I respect myself, the way that I dress, the way that I, I treat others, the way that I treat my, my community, and then the way that I take care of it. I chose to act like a man because I was born a man, but doesn't mean that you're acting like one. I chose to, to act like a man. So I'm now a grown man. I've earned that. So you can change, but it's based on values. There's a formula for success. It has nothing to do with gender, sexual preference, ethnicity. You implement the formula, you will achieve success. Now on what scale, I don't know. Maybe you don't make it to a billionaire, but you will achieve success. But instead of telling people that, you're telling them that they, they deserve reparations for something that happened to somebody that they've never even met and it was by somebody that, that, that isn't even alive today. That doesn't make any sense. So I just thought that this was interesting, this poll. thought it was really interesting. I wish they had asked me because I would have told them this whole thing is ridiculous. This whole thing is ridiculous. We don't have racial inequality. We don't have inequality. They're, they're bringing it back. They're bringing it back. Black Lives Matter brought back inequality. They brought back division. You know, you know that equity is just fairness? You probably didn't know that because that's not how they use the word. <laughs> I'm listening to Kamala Harris talking about, about equity is, is, is equal outcome. How can equal outcome be fair you, if you had to force it and manipulate it? Somebody has to lose in order for the person you deem needed to gain gains. That's not fair. It isn't. But her, her, her whole premise is, Yes, we have equal opportunity, but we're not all starting from the same spot. Nobody starts from the same spot. How are you going to do that? How are you going to do that? How are you going to manage everybody starting from the same spot? I bet she didn't even start where I started. <laughs> anyway, these folks want you walking in the dark. I'm over here trying to help you to turn on that light. You guys be well.